I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. <laughs> of the world's lithium is in the lithium triangle, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile. It has a lot to do with national security, and we need to step up our game. This monarch of billionaires, I grew up in federally subsidized housing. I came from nothing. Yes, I have billions of dollars. I earned it. No one gave it to me. Three precious little kids lost their lives, and I believe three adults, I believe it's. And, um, and the shooter, of course, lost their life, too. So it's, it's a horrible, horrible situation. And we're not going to fix it. Now watch this drive. Levi is now using, like, AI-generated images for all of their models and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I think is kind of an interesting thing, and I'm wondering, like, how long it's going to take for pretty much all of these, like, clothing-type companies and whatnot to start using, like, AI-generated models and how that's going to affect the the modeling industry as a whole, other than like, say, runway stuff, right? I don't think it's really gonna affect that. Holograms. Um, obviously, but I went further with this and I started to wonder how long before porn picks this up? Done, already done. If you went to like Pornhub or something like that, and mm -hmm. uh, what know, site just, is that? You, porn, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of it. You can yeah. just you can just type in whatever you want and then an AI thing will just generate an image for you to beat off to or whatever. Like, I think, like, you don't even have to have, like, real life shit anymore. And then I, and then I, I took it and another it's not, step further. It's not gay if it's an AI. I took it a step further. Uh, oh, and I, I will. I started, and I started to, <laughs> I started to wonder if AI generated images could still be considered child porn. Oh, mm. God damn it, Carl. You, you took it to a very dark place very I know. Yes. This is I was one curious. Yes. I was really curious. Yes. I'm so well, glad, well, I don't know. I'm so glad that not, we're putting everything on YouTube now. This because is they're not they're not really they're not really pulling <laughs> aggro. They're not real children, right? They're just no they're just, it's, it's, it's like, I think it's still I think it still applies. Though. It's yeah I'm sure I'm sure yeah. it does, but I'm just I'm curious. Like let's say I mean obviously if <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. No, there's there's obviously the caveat that like, you know, the models probably People listening are sixty seconds into this. I don't care. People, the, the, obviously there's the caveat that I don't think the AI generated models like will allow that now. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't you're know. Very... I have not. Am I wrong? I mean, you allow it? I mean, it depends on the model, but so much of this shit like, is like open source. Like there's like, no, yeah, I just I thought that like maybe there's some sort of restrictions on like what it'll actually generate. I'm sure it's maybe. just a step away from lifting that restriction though. And yeah. to your point brings up a very interesting concept, which is typically the reason that child porn is illegal isn't because of an action it's not yeah. assault it's fucking weird yeah, but but then there's also but like i mean but then i, I, I don't was like it i don't like one bit but no i don't like it either i was discussing it with my partner earlier and uh they brought up that another big issue with child pornography is that it's never enough like yeah for the, for yeah were they saying and, that oh no other no it's just that they they you get to a, they get to a great. point where they have to experience stuff in real life you know it can't well, just that, be just looking at images so it would just kind of enable that or maybe make make that even worse or if they knew that it was artificial that it would it certainly wouldn't be enough they they would be maybe seeking i don't out know the, you the can't satiate them with the, with the <laughs> exactly. vr child Yes, no, but, but I, yes. I am curious if that space is going to change, like not just with child porn, but obviously with anything like that. Like if it's not an actual person, is there, is it illegal anymore? You know, like, and, and is it any different than like, like having like an artist just come up with like random paintings? Yeah, think about like child. the anime, like that they're clearly all like 12 years old, but they're like, they're 18. The porn concept in general, aside from the child porn aspects of it, if you had a, you know, your special kink or whatever. Yeah. What does it hurt? You know, at that point, you're actually because there is a lot of negative stuff in the porn industry, sex trafficking and like Andrew Tate and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that no, we all do, the bad stuff. We do there is exploitation. To, there is like yes, prostitution and, mm -hmm, we, and like snuff and all that. And I understand. Stuff, yeah. And, and I, I understand the empowerment angle as well. You know, like as far mm -hmm. as sex workers, and I'm not trying to demean anyone's you know way that they make a living or what whatsoever. But there is some stuff going on, negative stuff going on. That yep. yeah, I mean. 
Why not? Yeah, I kind of thought it would be really neat. Yeah, the like and the the porn, the porn, the the, the porn thing was like the first thought because I was thinking we always talk about how technology is is. really pushed. It's really pushed by either porn or or some some type of like fraud or something like that, or replacing workers. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm not in that space, so maybe they have been messing with AI to like make those things, but I don't know. Then of course I had to go to like the child porn thing, and I was just curious. just had to. Yeah, I just, just I want to. I, so I mean, because I have to take. I, it just makes me wonder. Like I'm just, <laughs> just so just curious. Wondering, just wondering about no, child porn all the time. There's a curious. there's a new voice on the show. I know, I just, but I, like I, Nick, I want to never know. I want to welcome I want to welcome Nick to Michigan's number one pedophilia podcast. Watch this drive, <laughs> please. Good no, to have you on, on the show, Nick. Welcome, Good to Nick. Have you. But we're not representative. Yeah. Yeah. it's a it's Nick a thought our experiment court, come our, on our court our appointed supervisor <laughs> also it marks that uh i'm the only one with five letters in their name i mean i could do nikki <laughs> there you go oh, wow. all right i'm changing it to nikki so you're just rand you. welcome nikki or i'm rand. Yeah, rand no i can't be rand come on yeah you're rand. there is a rand <laughs> yeah rand paul fuck that guy i'm rand too. both of them i Ayn Rand. I, I haven't gotten. Is anybody? Is that anything? Ayn I haven't Paul? gotten beat. I haven't gotten beaten up by my neighbor. I'm not a Rand. It's, Sorry, yeah. it's too soon. No, I think you mean uh, brutally attacked by a <laughs> by a, a leftist <laughs> antifa thug, and in whatever fucking uh, bougie ass neighborhood. They live in. Yeah, exactly. Wait, wasn't wait, it like Rand an Paul? argument about mowing laws? Yeah, Rand Paul got his ass thing. kicked because he like kept pushing his leaves onto his neighbor's lawn or something. Oh, yeah, it was something really right. silly oh, like yeah. landscaping. He fucking tackled him, didn't he? Pretty. I think he went tackle him. I think he got bones broken or something. Yeah, his neighbor. No, he got seriously. He got seriously fucked up. Very much treaded on. Somebody, somebody. Somebody. Somebody violated the non-aggression principle. The name, the guy's name was Ron Gadsden. Really? No, that was a Gadsden flag joke. No, 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 it's not. No, I was trying to play off of Nikki's. Uh, Nikki. Yeah, we'll stick with it. Yeah, sure. I thought you guys were talking uh, about Nancy Reagan's husband for a second. When the guy assaulted with that fucking hammer by the the Nancy Pelosi's husband. Oh, Pelosi. Nancy yeah. Reagan. Yeah. Nancy, so oh, Nancy Reagan. Ronald Reagan also got assaulted. Nancy, but... Reagan, uh, Nancy Reagan's husband is a fucking awesome way to refer to Ronald. I am going to do that from now on. Actually, <laughs> everything was good in this country until Nancy Reagan's husband was president. Fucking whatever his fucking name is. All right, what are we on to now, Drew? Uh, I'm on display, probably. Okay, I'll explain it. So every episode, I put up a record, and these guys have to guess it. So the most important part is describing it for viewers and listeners, especially for listeners, because obviously they can't see it. I'm not sure if I'm hitting my lag switch right now, so I'm not sure how... It looks fine. You look great. It's actually actually pretty clear. Okay. So go for it, guys. Okay. All right. Brick wall. Uh, People painted on the wall, graffiti style. You think think it's a brick wall? Is it a brick wall? Uh, it is not a brick wall, but that's very yeah, good. It, lo- yeah. it looked like four guys with like a on a red background with a crosshatch pattern over it. Uh, I bet a, a bunch of people have already. Randy, you it. said that uh, to me so- like you're training an AI <laughs> model, and you were surprised <laughs> I knew what a brick wall was. Like I'm, I'm honestly thought it was no, because a I know what album. it is, so it's hard for me to get to that place in my mind because I know exactly you know how they're forming it's that hard collage for him of to, enemies. Yeah. But it's an illustration. To our it's, level. Not a, it's not like a f- edited photo. It's an illustration. It is actually a series of things, but oh, I, don't, I, I don't get into details of that. It, it does kind of look like Weezer, doesn't it? It, it does. It yeah. looks like the Red Album, the, a little bit. Or the Blue Album, right? I mean, they're all the same. Me. With the four, with the four members side by side. Yeah, I, I think, think I thought Weezer the Red might Album even red? We don't know. What is this, the red, Florida? The Red Album also has them uh, four across. But yeah, the Blue Album is the full The bodies. Blue Album might have been inspired by, as far as the layout of the four members of the band, Standing yeah. kind of like a lineup in a police lineup kind of thing. Oh, that's um, that's the chain by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> you guys are you just you guys are just trying chain. to enhance. I'm fucking it. lost. I feel like I the chain is not an album; it's a song. But what's <laughs> oh, the chain by Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> I put in red album four band members drawn, and it came up with Weezer. That's funny. Okay, well, want me to give hints or where are we at? Here? One, yeah. one, one hint. I want a hint. Okay, so this is actually a, the start of a series of productions. With Brian Eno and this band. Oh shit! It was the first of three. Can I phone this one in? <laughs> you could phone it in. You could do right, whatever. Drew, you, can whatever you Google you need this for me? <laughs> yeah. Let me Google that for you. It's a Talking Heads. I got and it. Oh, okay. Talkings. What's the name of the album? What's the name of the uh, album? More songs 
building and food. More songs about building and food. Yeah, more songs about buildings. And Which is kind building. of a, a, a silly. Uh, this is their uh, uh, second uh, oh, studio album, a, second full length album. That is an interesting album cover. It looks way different. Yeah, so it's what it is. It's a bunch of Polaroids, square Polaroids. Yeah. Uh, kind of series together to make it, you know, to make their four bodies. Uh, out. So it was released in uh, 1978, and as I said, it was the uh, partnership between Talking Heads, mainly David Byrne and Brian Eno's first of three albums produced by that collaboration. Really good. It's not it a brick had wall the, at all. Had the L Green. No, it's not. <laughs> the L Green cover. Take me to the river. Take me to the river. Yeah, throw me in That's the water. So good. Yeah, great album. I just wanted to throw it on there because uh, it didn't have a giant talking heads written on it and all the rest of their albums do so yeah, <laughs> it'd be it, very easy does, to guess <laughs> but it does say it at the top right uh, I think it does have it, it does talking in heads the, it does in the picture but it, it, I can't see it on your album at all actually I don't I don't think the vinyl does have talking heads written on the top or anything I think it's really? just the four the it's four like because in the image it's it's just like in a, a serif font in yellow across the top like in between the here like I'll, the I'll, I'll the go line. check I'll go check here we go I don't like that he can bring the headphones with him that we can't talk shit <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Wow. Well, uh, That's interesting. It's a cool album cover. Pretty Isn't it? Yeah. I, lo- I really like it. Speaking of which, uh, it does actually, have a, it, it has a Verizon uh, coverage map for the back cover. <laughs> well, that's Verizon, AT and T, Mobile, and Boost. This is, this is back in 1978 too. So. <laughs> oh, I never used to have vinyl before. I never had a vinyl player, but um, my girlfriend she insisted on getting me a vinyl player, so now I have a bunch of fucking vinyl albums oh hell yeah to play what's your best get my best get i think the coolest one um here one second i'll pull it yeah, up nick is gonna do album on display let's uh i think let's I, expand I think I just, this i think i just read that vinyl has uh outsold cds outsold for the first time cds yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, forgot, I don't CDs have it with that. me yep. but she so you saw that too yep what did you see no, 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 not oh, you. I was, I was telling, I was, t- I was telling Randy that like, uh, I just read that vinyl has outsold CDs for the first time, just recently. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Since since CDs were popularized in like the eighties, CDs yeah. are not cool. You cannot brag about CDs. <laughs> so actually, Stan Getz album. The only oh, reason yeah. I thought this was neat because my girlfriend had an album from her uncle. Actually, he recorded an album back in the sixties with a jazz band that had. Uh, I think, what do they call it? The inside, like, when you open the thing and it's got, like, all the, like, little gatefold? intro. Gatefold? Yeah, it was written by yeah. Stan Getz, actually. Oh. So. Stan, Stan Getz is a uh, jazz oh. musician for you. Tenor sax player. Yeah, I was going right. to say, I, I'll give you 60-40 odds on Randy having any given vinyl. Any. I don't any. I, I don't think I have any Stan Getz specifically. Well, I'm I'm out $60. This, <laughs> this section, where is it? I can't, I don't think I can get it in focus. Uh, where is it? It's below me. It's. <laughs> I don't have vinyl because it's a di- it's a dying right there is, medium. Only if you let all, it. That's just that's my jazz collection. It's not huge. Randy, you'd be proud of me. All day today, I was listening to jazz. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I do listen like to contemporary jazz. I just don't have that much vinyl for jazz because yeah. when I go to the record store, I don't know if it's maybe I'm the only one, and maybe it's the record stores that I go to. But I'll I'll go through you know the pop and I'll go through the rock and I'll go through the jazz section. The jazz section seems to be just filled with classic stuff. Like I, I there's like Nels Klein for instance, who's the guitarist in Wilco. He's got a bunch of jazz records that are really good. I'm assuming he releases stuff on vinyl, but I just never find it in the stores, so I don't pick it up. I was on Spotify. I don't find and it. I, <laughs> I was looking for like some jazz playlists, and one of them was like you know beginner jazz, mm-hmm. and the first song was Cantaloupe. You remember yes. that song? Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Is that is that jazz? Like, I, I mean, it's uh, it's Herbie Hancock, in it. right? It's us three. Cantaloupe. Flip, flip Fantasia. No, it is Herbie Hancock. Herbie yes. Hancock did the original one, but the yeah. one that they were yeah. playing was the, okay. the new one. Herbie yeah. Hancock is very strange stuff that's fantastic. I love it. If you're looking for fun piano players, I gotta say my personal favorite has to be Chick Corea. A yeah, big big Chick Corea fan. One of the first um, songs I did in jazz band in tenth grade was uh, um, Spain. Actually, we did a big band version of it, and we had this really good but very snobby uh, sax player who he did a sax solo and then was he did you? his flute. So I John wish Coltrane. I fucking <laughs> I fucking you? wish. No, this guy 
we had a high school like statewide jazz competition. And this is high school students, right? Like 15 to 17. This guy wrote his own song for the combo competition and did a 10 minute solo on it. And the judges were just like, it was, it was good. That's the thing that makes me mad about it. It's like, every time I see it, it was actually pretty fucking, it was cool. It It was good. But the guy was such an asshole. It was. (laughs) He's probably still an asshole. Um, yes. What's his name? Address? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you going to. Let's pull it. Let's pull this guy's Facebook up. You can probably find his voter registration info, like where he lives. (laughs) Oh, easily. Easily. Definitely. (laughs) That's just all. And then, and then his address is public. I'm sure he doesn't have like an LLC holding company for his fucking address. I feel the way about some computer programmers. Some computer programmers that are even on this call, you know, it's just like, why? And their stuff is actually pretty good. You know, I, I wish it was terrible because they're such assholes. I'm not yeah. going to name any names or anything. I'm just. But Randy is the biggest asshole of all of us. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Who are you referring to? What? Himself. What are you talking about? Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of. Uh, I don't have a segue. TikTok. Speaking, <laughs> no, spe- TikTok. Speaking, speaking of assholes, uh, Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Pulling. There you he's, go. That's he's doing, cool. he's he's doing some fucking uh, listener. Some fucking listener bullshit. Carl has just pulled a coup on the outline. <laughs> there is no outline. <laughs> we did it. It's kind of more like freeform jazz, actually. We did. That's right. It's the jazz episode. Yeah, this is this the jazz episode exactly. Yeah, according to Mr. Musk, starting April fifteenth, only verified accounts will be eligible for the for you recommendations. This is the only realistic way to address advanced AI bot swarms taking over. So fucking annoying. Uh, voting swarms. in polls will also require verification for the same reason. So if you want to vote in a poll, you now have to pay, what, what is it now? Like nine, eight, nine dollars? Stay in line. God. Stay in line. Serious? It's like the one $8? fun part about Twitter now. You get to vote in the polls. You get to yeah. vote in the polls. Well, $8. That's a, $8. He did that poll several months ago where he said, CEO if won. this poll wins, I will quit and i'll give in the wl ceo and he fucking lost the poll it takes so a while he's like he's still interviewing the yes. bots <laughs> the bots the bots it's it the woke the mind virus it's the woke mind virus bots right the, it's yeah, literally that, that's it's what happened the woke it was the, the woke the AI bot virus. Swarm got him he seriously has to be like one of the like cringiest people to be popular oh see that's interesting because like i think he's quite based <laughs> oh yeah please elaborate no, well, he's a genius, right? Think about it. Think about it. He <laughs> buys a company for $44 billion. It only took him six months to turn $44 billion into $18 billion. <laughs> Have you ever seen anybody move money that quickly? No, I mean, it's a Guinness record. You could, Brewster's so, yeah. fucking millions could never. Okay, truthfully, though, I mean, I said this back in December when we had our predictions of, you know, what, what would happen in 2023. And I'm like, Twitter's going to make it because of the, just Joe the Biden's provocativeness. Still alive, by the way. Yeah. Hmm? I said Joe Biden's still alive, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Twitter's going to make it just sheer provocativeness and just the fact that Elon just stays in the news cycle and he's just going to push yeah, it forward. I remember just this. Kind of, I remember this prediction. Yeah. But this right here, this announcement. It's going to kill it. Is, that's it. That's, no. uh, what are you doing, dude? You're not seeing the bigger picture. No, no, it's going to kill it. They, they, you're chasing they need... away your good users. They're also no, chasing the good users advertisers. The ones that and where, they gonna go? where are they going to go, though? Where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? Facebook? Anywhere. They Wait, sound Facebook? very much like Trump. Are there, are there, like, where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? <laughs> yeah. American people. We're, we're the only <laughs> game in town, folks. Advertisers aren't even coming back. Like the, the big companies, the corps aren't coming back. He needs so. Really? You guys, you, guys, you guys don't think this is going to kill it? No. Because no. here's no, the I, thing. As a 10-year like Tumblr user, as someone who's still using you can't really kill these websites. They yeah, persist. That's true, yeah. They persist. And honestly, they get better after they become decrepit. So like, that's a live journal. Okay, fair point. And uh, MySpace. MySpace. I'm still on MySpace, uh, guys. And uh, what, was that? Dig, what was that one? It Was it dig.com? Was oh, that the dig, the, the predecessor to Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. So really? that, tell, say to that. Yep. Yeah, everybody but was on dig before Reddit. Yeah. Twitter has yeah. a, it, 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 like, it's too big to fail. Almost. Yeah. Uh, like, because the, the amount of users on it, it's, it is the public forum in a way. Mm. Not, MySpace mm-hmm. or even Facebook, but, it's, really but it's, it's losing the public forum though. Like it used to, it used to be the public forum, TikTok. but now TikTok is like eating. But it. now, but now even eating like their lunch, what, the people, what, I, the I, pe- I forget how that works, but somebody's eating somebody's lunch in TikTok. Yeah, somebody's drinking a milkshake that's not theirs. <laughs> Twitter was mainly is mainly used by like niche groups, and that's where they get a lot like, of their. Well, I mean, I think like it's, the entire it's... DSA, like everyone litigates all of their. Sorry. Personal gripe, the entire no, 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 air it, air those grievances. I, uh, it's one of the biggest problems is that okay, I because, have worn my DSA shirt. 
You want? You have a DSC shirt? I have yeah, plenty. Of course. You want one? I can give it to you. I screen. have two. I, well, I, I mean, neither of them are just solely DSA. One's the Detroit DSA branch, and the other one's a. Uh, oh shit! My, who's, own, who's my your uncle rep? actually your started the DSA. Who's your rep? <laughs> who's your rep, Drew? Uh, 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 uh Rashida Talib. Oh, she is. It's yeah. a DSA Rashida Talib. Thank you for doxing uh, me, by the way. You know, sure. I know the guy who made that shirt. Oh well, I have it. Um, I paid the twenty seven dollars. It's a very expensive shirt. <laughs> Get your money's worth. It's worth it. Yeah, um, whatever. I was just say, like one of my big problems is that because it's a public forum and because it's especially strong as in New York and in like the Brooklyn scene, like the like everyone fucking litigates every fucking organization inner chapter dispute on like open arguments on Twitter. It's sometimes entertaining, but honestly, for like the health of anyone who's like active in any realm of DSA, it's like you have to it's like it's it's poison. It's toxic. The only thing I can say that little tiny culty left groups, semi culty I should say, have better they they're usually because they're like semi cults and they're like disciplined. They actually can get their members to be like, hey, don't argue online. It's not good for you guys and also people don't like seeing it. It's generally bad for morale. DSA people are not very good about it. But then the thing is you get these arguments on Twitter and because DSA has at a bit of a critical mass that like public electeds actually interact with it that stuff spills over into like immediate arguments with democratic party officials like it can, it fuck- can sort of catch fire yeah and, i know yeah. i know people in the state democratic party who've complained about like twitter arguments before i'm like what world is this why yeah why are you interacting with this but i'm gonna have to disagree with you because i think people are here for the arguments no. Well, yeah, but well, then, I, I think people love the arguments. But a lot of it's like airing dirty laundry. Kind but it of still stuff hurts the where... people because people consume. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt, the, hurt, the, hurt the, the causes or anything like that. No, I know yeah. absolutely. People are addicted to it. Like opium. Yeah. They love, I love it. it. I love it. I I sometimes I gotta just get in there and just fucking. Gotta get I remember this like there was an Occupy Wall Street documentary, and they couldn't even get out of figuring out the rules of how they're going to run their committees. Oh, like it was, they just, they like dissolved in the first like two hours of just talking about (laughs) the thing that they wanted to talk about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it can, it can get a little crazy. We are, we are exploring the possibility of forming an exploratory committee to discuss (laughs) the potential of bringing it to a committee vote. At, At which point the head of the committee will have the opportunity to have a five minute speech it's very exciting, but we have to. But we have to vote on who the head of the committee. This is, is why it's good. This to is why to pay eight dollars to talk. I really, I really <laughs> hate. I think I'm coming the, around to it. I really hate this person that I'm about to mention, but this is why. Like occasionally, Bill Maher actually has a good point, which he gets into this about. Wrong. We just can't. Like the left can't get out of its own way with some of the things it focuses on. You know, and that guy's an absolute fucking jackass. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, the, he has a point. It's like, come on, can we just like we have we have to come together at some points. I know the term like herding cats. It's been thrown around a lot. This is why I, I've been very encouraged to. by like the sort of collapse of the the right in in a similar way that you generally see yeah. in like more leftist communities. The right has always done it right because they understand <laughs> they generally the people that actually Nailed have <laughs> the people that actually have influence understand that it is all a grift and there's really no beliefs. Whereas I think that people on the left being more like a personally emotionally invested in these things because they, they tend to you're more likely to have people that actually believe in the shit that they're trying to do but, um, the right, but on the right but on the right because of like the fucking brain virus that they've all given themselves like they're starting to have these like very esoteric commitments to these like random bullshit it does create some very very funny infighting they will coalesce around a message without any delay whatsoever though like they I are just so much better because I, I, I read all but, their replies. No, but they also have only three topics that they need to talk about. <laughs> You'd be no, very I'm serious. No, no, no. You know they, what they, I mean, they, though. They're like, like, very like, like consistent categories, but like they get very yeah. granular. They get very. No, I, granular. I know what you're saying, but like, but like the main ones are like no gay people, like no women rights, you know, and God and all that kind of stuff. But like you, the left has so many different freaking things that they're focusing on. It's just like. It's everything. Part of the the reason they can do that is just because the media environment on the right is different. There's just more money floating around, and they have bigger personalities that can, like, 
polarize, but also like magnetize discussion, right? They got Ben Shapiro, they got Steven Crowder, they got all the fucking yeah. people, Tucker Carlson, Kanye yeah. West, yeah. Tucker Carlson, Prager, you baby. They tend to polarize, but then at the fringes, you get like all the QAnon like micro celebrities, right? And that's and where I'm, that's where I it. spend all my time. <sighs> that's honestly, they're fun. I like them. I have a soft spot for psychos. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Absolutely. We do as well. We we work. It's incredible. Them, we? Well, it's funny because it is like you know shit like a QAnon psycho is a programmer. No, it's not QAnon, but he's not very Alex Jones either. in Full Wars. Yeah. Which they don't like each other very much. And this is kind no, of one of, the, one of the main contentions where it's like <laughs> yeah. you've got your like lizard people versus your JFK Jr. will rise again people. Like that's like it's <laughs> yes. a major point of conflict. It is. The frogs are gay versus Are they are they clones or are <laughs> yeah. they lizards? <laughs> that's the main thing right they're, now they're cloned lizards see now we're, oh, we're reaching a, now, you got, a now you got a third now, faction what'd you do no, carl well carl i think carl, uh, they, if you they run started on that, they started breeding and they became a super uh group if you run on that platform carl i think you may be able to reunite the right and yeah. you may you may take the white house well i don't need that power <laughs> but yeah to your point about the money nick there there's a lot more money in it and so any you know usually apolitical online personality as soon as their like popularity starts to wane the easy eject button the easy escape hatch is just like i would love some of that coke money no the yeah it's money. you get steven crowder like do you guys remember like the argument he had about like his contract or whatever like yeah with the, the daily wire he was getting pissed because he was like mm-hmm. shorted like what four million dollars or something On a, like, a like 50 something million dollar deal 50 million dollars insane yeah. to be yeah. a fucking moron that yeah, was pretty eye-opening to actually money. see the numbers yeah. on that yeah. uh just like oh oh that's why yeah and but then you like remember like ben shapiro is like one of the most viewed people on facebook right like there's no one there's no one on the left that has that kind of pre- i mean what at one point maybe john stewart right 10 years ago who yeah i i can't I can't watch it. Any of the like, it's like how Martin Luther started Lutheranism and then like all the Protestants after him just like bastardized and everything. All of like the spawns off the Daily Show. I can't. I used to love Stephen Colbert as a kid. I can't. It's. Oh, I I love. I love the Colbert Report, but a lot of it is kind of just. When I was a kid, I I thought it was like really cool and edgy, and it was awesome. It was was Um, funny, but you can't. No, it was funny, but now, no, no, him now is just like oh, like the. I don't know. It's just so fucking. Yeah, I mean, he was like, like one of the Tre- biggest. Trevor, like, Trevor, Trevor Noah Rumsfeld is another one. Yeah, who's another one? Trevor Noah. It's just it's not the same. You no, know? and it's so like who who on the left, even the liberal left, like is like a major voice. Like what? I think the biggest people on the Bernie left are Chapo. Like that's it. As far as yeah. like talk show people, that's the only people I can think of. Yeah, that, I mean, that's still just like internet niche micro celebrity stuff. Yeah, that's a very uh, yeah. They're tiny. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's Only still people. I mean, there's like there's like Anand Girdahadras, but he's not like huge, right? He's not like celebrity level. But no. he's on there. He's on there writing books. Usually, you only really hear about it when he pushes out a new well, book. Well, you can't. You that, can't really like have any real like actual leftist critique because a sufficiently comprehensive leftist critique it groups in the people that would have the ability to give people that reach yeah like you like that's it's antithetical to their their business model you know who the other one would be and it's a perfect example of someone who gets critiqued all the time for this is Hassan piker well i have to say like for all the shit he gets like i've seen people who've joined ydsa because they watched that's like a real there's a measurable impact there it's like overall a good thing but the i guess the Sorry. Yeah, it's basically all the people associated with Bernie, though, like David Sirota and uh, what, Bri- Brianna Joy Gray and stuff, like all those folks that like worked for his campaign, and now they're spreading out and doing podcasts and, Virgil, and, Texas. and authors. But they're yeah, still yeah, not Virgil, like Texas. at that. They're still not at that level. Radio, but yeah, it's like it's all those folks. That, Where is that, they're yeah. still not at that level of like a of like a Ben Shapiro or anything like that. They're like nowhere near. That, nowhere you know? near it. Nowhere like, not near even it. close. No, I'm so I'm so mad that the Chapo guy I have a I have a picture with is Virgil, Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. Me and did, did you guys ever? Do you ever tell that me and Drew went to see I, I, Chapo live? Back yeah, this is the like guy. Four this years. Nick is the guy I saw Chapo with. And they and were holding puppies at the. And, and I yeah, and we got we got, we met him, and I got a picture with Virgil Texas. The, Matt wasn't there. Will wasn't there. Or Matt was there. Felix wasn't there, and Will wasn't. But Matt and Chris were. Yeah, I talked to Virgil for like two seconds, and it was like very awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, he but, was like, "Do you have what's your kick?" <laughs> What was your kick? What was what was your answer to that question? I, I'm not a 16 year old girl. I'm not qualified to answer that question. 
Um, yeah, I think we're doing infighting. Got we're doing infighting. We're doing leftist infighting. <laughs> yeah, right this, now. this is it's happening. Although right. the um, our our reach is about uh, I don't know, two hundred people max. <laughs> two hundred people's not bad. That's like I mean, it, it, if, if I'm being I'm being generous, but we don't we don't need to. we're it, we're just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, just in a room. Well, I was separate I was, rooms. I was gonna say, I guess, trying to tie it back. The other thing about the left and its ability to focus is that I mean, it is just a by its nature, a different, it sounds dumb to say, but a different kind of politics. Like, it is not as righteous or as heartfelt-driven as a lot of people on the right. I mean, I guess during the Iraq war, you got a lot of that, like, jingoistic shit. But for the most part, people on the left tend to hyper-hyper-hyper-moralize. They tend to do gender. (laughs) Yeah, there's all the genders that they're... Investing all that. Well, frankly, I'm glad this Silicon Valley bank collapsed because now they won't have nearly as much money to invent new genders. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you see it a lot. One thing I, I notice in DSA a lot is you definitely can see a transition from people who are really new to the organization, who are usually coming off of spending years on social media and like kind of that transition into like becoming active, like getting involved in a committee, getting involved in a regular project. You see their attitude generally tend to lighten up and like they become less tense. But like also it's a real struggle for people to learn habits of engagement because like social media, like especially left social media is like a fucking death match. Like yeah. a cage fight all the time. You're you're just trained every day to be just vicious towards people. And honestly, that is like I'm sure there's, it's a multifaceted answer, but attention Really, yeah. for the most part, like when I think about, well, two things. One, it's attention. It gets you likes. It gets you like retweets. And like that's validation. That's like a little measurable, quantifiable thing. You get popularity. You get like micro celebrity. And like it's like the general like thing that develops social And you need that. You right? need that hit in part because it's very hard to actually make any real impact in real life currently. Exactly. Because you spend all your time on Twitter because you really don't want to do work because like at some point you do kind of understand like oh what would i actually have to do i'd have to like oh, go door knock actually like a big problem this is like a like a yeah a, oh okay and like this you're is like lo- when my friend asked me to go knocking on doors to ask people to vote for bernie and i was like i'm not doing that yeah no i mean i don't blame it. i was the guy asking people to knock on doors by the way yeah i did the t- I, I texted people it's tough <laughs> people it's like a combination of people are really shy and they don't, especially like lefty types, very like kind of generally kind of shy, more anxious, more introverted people. But also, too, it just seems like, yeah, it's like a lot of work and I don't have to do that. Like, I don't feel compelled to. I'm getting my fill just kind of arguing with people. And so I'm not happy, really. But when I feel like frustrated, I go, I yell at someone. I feel better, you know, for a minute and then I get back to scrolling. Right. It is like a like yeah. a addictive casino slot Dopamine machine. Hit, yeah. yeah. I just remember the years and years I spent like, and this was honestly just bad, permanent brain damage, like on Tumblr as like a teenager and then in early college in the specific kind of environment of leftist politics on there. There were just like 10 page long call out posts with people documenting every little interaction they had with someone, just people like dogpiling people, like doxing. No tap apologies. No tap apologies. And then you go through this like ritual and performance of apology to you learn this whole this very like fake but necessary script about how to navigate this the people who come to dsa are the people who reach a breaking point like they have like a road to damascus moment where they're like oh my god the reason i'm not doing this stuff is because i'd rather be spending my time like arguing with people right because you spend Mm -hmm. what are you yelling about half the time you're on twitter you're, you're yelling at people because they're not doing enough right but it's you know Look in the mirror. It's you. You're the one not doing enough either. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things you can pull from that. But I guess the, the biggest thing is, like, I think about, like, how it impacts, like, political organizing. And it's just, it's a very, it makes it much tougher just because it's really addicting to get in fucking arguments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Here's the thing that I, think I, what... I, I always think of, um, and me and my wife have talked about this a few times, because in our community... The Facebook groups are extremely active, you know, especially Mm like related to the schools and what have you. Somebody will say something like some uh, adult or parent will say something and you definitely have your left right divides 
Right. And the left will just pounce on this person. And they might say something that's just on the cusp of being, you know, like cancel culture kind of thing where they're being somewhat racist, not totally overt, but somewhat racist or somewhat sexist or transphobic or what have you. Just like appetizer racist. Yeah. Appetizer, just, just a little, just a little taste. And, uh, so they, I know where this is going. The left <laughs> pounces on them and they make valid points. And, you know, the argument is, is valid. And I tend to agree with their viewpoints overall. But the thing that me and my wife always discuss, it's like, okay, where do you think that person's going to go now? They're going to go to the open arms of the right. Now they're the victim, which is what they yeah. all love to be. And now they've experienced this adversity. And now please, please embrace me, Jesus. And you know, whatever. And because these dialogues, they're not dialogues. They're, no, they're, they're not dialogues. They're, they're attacks. So, <laughs> so, so the point, everything that you're just saying, Nick, as far as this argument, I wouldn't even, and I'm sure you guys discuss this a lot in the DSA and what have you, but. I wouldn't even put it in a passive um, voice. I would say you are actively working against what you could be changing by, you know, knocking on doors or doing whatever effective campaigning by engaging in this social media warfare, which isn't getting anyone anywhere. And if anything, it's just furthering the divides and making people run to their corners where they will feel welcome. Mm-hmm. It's an unfortunate circumstance of, uh, you know, just this whole Twitter, whatever. I know the other thing about the pouncing that I always think about is usually the person who does the pouncing, they're pissed off, but they're not pissed off usually primarily on behalf of themselves. They do it because they're like, wow, someone should say something to this person. So everyone else Mm -hmm. sees it, right? It's like, um, like a performative, like like I, so. Somebody, there needs to be, I need to do add a community note to this post. I was going to kind of touch on that a little bit because I can understand that. You've seen it where a politician says something on Twitter. A lot of times it's like wildly wrong, inaccurate, based on no data or whatever. And then, and someone has to reply and be like, well, actually it's this, this, and this. Now Mm -hmm. there's two things I see with that. One is that they don't give a shit. The politicians care. They're not reading it. They're not reading any of the replies. They're just putting something out there for people to see. Nobody, I, I can guarantee nobody is reading those things. Well, and, the, and like, the, for those people, for the people with that influence, the, the negative response is generally like it's priced in, right? Like that's it doesn't part even of matter. The strategy. It's no, it doesn't even matter because all right. it's going to take it's is, is, one, is all it's going to take is retweets. Like the message is going to get out, whether it's true or not. Like people don't like they don't care, and they don't care what other if they're right or wrong. The other aspect of it is should they just be able to just post whatever the fuck they want and not be challenged at the same time. And, and that's tough because like, they're not going to see it. They're not going to change their view on it. And yeah, you are, somebody is just posting it just to like prove that they're wrong or whatever. But the alternative is that they just get to say whatever the fuck they want. And then there's no challenge whatsoever. And the challenge isn't necessarily for that person that posted it. It's for everybody else reading it. Mm -hmm. I was guilty of this shit. I used to get in Facebook fights back in 2016 People would say, well, why do, why do you argue with these people? You're not going to change their minds. And I'm like, I'm not trying to change their mind. I'm trying to change everybody else's mind. I'm trying to change the this. world. That's what, yeah. No, I'm, exactly like, because there's saying. people that are on the fence that are not engaging in the conversation mm-hmm. that but, are still reading it and, and maybe thinking about, about what they want to do. And, it, and it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there will be some common ground that me and this other person will get into, you know, or find, but really they're not my target. I think, you know. The, the problem with thinking about it like that, and that's not even like an unreasonable thing to think. Knowing and overhearing like my parents and the way they talk about Facebook arguments, because they keep track of all their friends and like, sure. they're like, oh my God, did you see this person said this? Or like, did you see this person like voted for Trump or whatever? The thing is, is that it's a very, really marginally thin group of people who are undecided about things. There's a much wider group of people who want to see other people argue on their behalf and like sure that person yeah, they're that. wrong i think it is just true at this point people are more or less like hyper partisan there really aren't that many well, think people about, who are undecided voters think about how much of that I, I, I think, connects I, to like the incentives of social media platforms in general right like they, they you make more money with more engagement you get more engagement if people mm-hmm. care about things a lot more and so everyone just kind of spirals and self-selects into these like more and more and this is not i'm not breaking new ground with this but they they kind of they're pre-selected to go into those directions and then you couple that with all of these there's there's so many studies about the fact that like if you believe something like if you really think something no amount of new information is really going to yeah. change your mind right in most and, cases it actually just makes you dig your heels in yeah. right exactly exactly the thing i, I just just to um you have like a defense response. starting from from nick's point though it's like it's not even the undecided it's it's the people that just aren't even 
paying attention at all. Mm. Yeah. Like, like I think more people, people who are going to engage in some Twitter argument or Facebook argument are going to be interested in the subject that's being argued about those Twitter and, and Facebook arguments are actually in the margins. The majority of folks are just out there reacting to whatever, you know, gets, I don't know, covered by CNN or Fox news or whatever they're consuming and yeah. really won't even get into the details of like this TikTok thing, for instance, it's 100% in the news for me or for probably everyone, or at least Carl and drew on this call because we're paying attention to it. But if I ask like my brother, say, who is completely not interested in any, any politics whatsoever, isn't that he that probably child just knows like, he, yeah, he probably knows like a couple things about TikTok. Like, oh yeah, my, my, my son uses it. You know, one of my nephews uses it or something who's 16 mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, it's like, he would no concept. And I'm not just like trying to pick on him or anything. It's just, he's focused on what he's doing day in, day out in his nine to five, or he kind of has heard of like Joe Rogan, but for the most part, you know, he's just trying to watch the next, you know, Game of Thrones episode or whatever. Is that it an is, article you know? head? It's like he's not an article yeah, he, head. He's, he's not, not online. Like us. He's not. He's, he's not, not a, online. He's, not a, little, he's, he's not, not a weird little freak. To Carl's point, when he was like talking about arguing and he's trying to expose, you know, that side of the argument to someone that might not feel, I don't know, confident to to participate. It's like you're still only catching a, just a narrow band of yeah. people that might actually be interested in the subject at hand, anyways. Most of these people don't even know like primaries exist. When it comes down to like Trump versus Hillary, they're like, Oh, that's it. That's the decision. It's like we've been arguing about this for three years. <laughs> like Yeah. We've been talking about this subject for a long time. That you had a chance to go up and vote for whoever you wanted. It's an open primary, you know, like whoever you wanted to vote for in, in our state. It's just totally lost on these people. And maybe maybe the the fighting like going back and forth with other users is somewhat pointless maybe that is the case but i still don't know what the alternative is for mm -hmm. disproving you know these wild tweets that people come out with maybe like if it's just a general user like who gives a shit right but like when it's like an official they're literally just posting nonsense and it's like, me, like mtg is lying to us is that what you're that's a great example like she posts all kinds of dumb shit or just like um i think bobert just posted something about truth how, teller like, truth tellers you're calling them yeah but yeah but she just pulled she just posted something about how she came from being uh welfare like from welfare wow. and <laughs> something else but you know now she's like she made it like she's living the american dream mm -hmm. so but and she did it all by herself like that's like it's that kind of shit and it's like how could we just let that go sure like don't argue with the other people but like like the thing i always what's the like, alternative like just it's just straight up misinformation like all the time then if you if nobody challenges it it's just like straight misinformation from that side two things like i think about one is like okay even if you do manage to convince people or like show them the misinformation right and then they start to warm up like what effectively practically political impact does that have right because i think the i'm hope, not sure i think the hope is and it's easy mentality to fall into but it's one encouraged by our environment but it's i don't think it does really what okay so someone's gonna at best at most maybe consider changing the way they vote yeah. Right? I mean, I think I do think it's a very small percentage to your point. It's just that I feel that letting it go unchecked has a, an even bigger effect. It does. But is it psychic damage to and I understand this, but like psychic damage to you to look at it and be like, you can't just fucking say I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Because <laughs> like I, I agree. Like, I, you know, you, you know, know what me. I'm saying, though. No, right? I know, but you know me like I, I will pick a fight with anybody for any reason. But like I, yeah, I can't. I but I can't that. say that I'm really. I can't really say that I'm doing anything. <laughs> like if I'm honest with myself, like I can't. I'm probably just wasting my own time. No, I agree. It's, it's just that like we've got we've got so we fun. have we have elected officials that have insane reach, just posting nonsense. Tall which not has, all of them have as far a reach as you. you well, you know what I mean. They, crazy. They have yeah. enough reach. Either way, they have a they have a more amount more reach than like your average person, yeah. and yeah. and they can spit nonsense. And if they and they don't care if it's right or wrong. But the people what, who what, listen, what do you do about that? The people who are gonna listen to them and be curious about what they're gonna say, chances are, 
we're already wanting to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that, you know, when I think about Maybe. this with Trump, but with Bernie too, it's like they're speaking to something deeper that's enticing them. Not just like the, the misinfo and every like, like I think a lot of people knew, like a lot of the evangelical types pretty much knew in their heart that like, yeah, all, you know, I can talk about all the like, you know, proper family and like, there's, you know, uh, patriarchal norms and everything, but Trump is like a vulgar, fucking disgusting mm-hmm. pig, right? And I think they kind of knew that, but they're like, well, I don't care because even if they can't say this, they're like, I have deeper commitments and deeper priorities because I think at the end, what motivated a lot of people was they're like, yeah, Trump is being mean and vicious to all these like fucking snarky liberals who are yelling at me and condescending yeah. at me all the time. The bad. But what I about think... the? But what about the younger, like the younger generations that are maybe just getting into this kind of stuff, and they're not necessarily like already have their views set, but maybe one of their family members is retweeting this shit, or maybe one of their other friends or their classmates on Facebook is retweeting this stuff, and they're not seeing anything because now they're now they're getting the from the algorithms they're getting pushed into. An echo chamber of sorts. Oh yeah, the majority of people. That, then what do you do? The majority of people are. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, sure. Like when we're talking about like life. when we're talking about like older people and stuff like that. Yeah, you're probably right. But like, and 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 to be fair, the younger generations, it's they're they're getting more and more politically active, younger and younger, which I think is you know fantastic. But there is a I, I, there's I definitely a, there's definitely. Like I'm not a saying there's an answer, by the way. I'm just. It's just, a problem, and it's just, also just, yeah. I'm just it's also part talking. of the bigger problem, like it's getting harder and harder to even get everyone to agree on what disinformation is. Like there's certain mm-hmm. things, yes, that like like are pretty clear, right? Yeah. But like one big example, I think that is, like, it drives me fucking nuts, is like mainstream media doing reporting during basically buildups and during wars, right? Because a lot of it is presented and repeatedly insisted upon yeah, as war, being- Yeah, war coverage sponsored by Mountain Dew and Doritos, like a Call of Duty launch. Yeah, like it's, and then that's because then you get the, you get the thing that actually is what makes it hard to communicate with people because especially remembering like it is the 20th anniversary of the Iraq war, right? Like the, the stuff about all the WMD, right? How that was put forward as like truthful and honest and a lot of people like their sense of like, well, this is good info and like, because it's coming from trusted sources. The government. yeah, but then because it was such an apparent lie, enough people were like, well, okay, why am I going to fucking listen to you about anything in the first place, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can correct me about all this min- misinfo, right? But you're this, like, one specific thing that, like, everyone was talking about and was, like, so clearly bullshit, right? But I still got people who were, like, and then by people, I mean, like, journalists and academics who were pushing the WMD thing, for example, berating yeah, am- me about misinfo like okay well it 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 destroys the ability the the ability to have a generally agreed upon media environment in the first place that's the that's the thing there's no way to like recover that i don't i think we're experiencing this exact thing right now with the tiktok coverage it's not as extreme obviously because it's not about a war even though fuck it might be like leading up to that yeah but the coverage, so I mean, I, funny if World War Three was over yeah, my, my precious app. <laughs> I just read um, a very long uh, Wall Street Journal article um, about the two acts that are, you know, basically being put forward to ban TikTok, the Data Act and the Restrict Act. These acronyms are freaking awesome. Um, and the nonsense that's in these things, it's like, oh, my God. And they're just reporting on it like. No, you're not going to get go to jail f- for 20 years if you use a VPN to to access TikTok after it's banned in the United States. No, you're not going to go to jail or you're not going to get fined $250,000 if you post something to TikTok after the ban or what have you. <laughs> yeah. And and not, uh, not and it's like, yeah, but if you read the letter of the law, this restrict act specifically that the Biden administration supports and exactly it looks like it has bipartisan yeah, it's support it's on the fucking paper it's like there's four there's basically four guidelines in it and the fourth guideline is so vaguely written that it's basically like if you if a if a foreign entity can have if access you to think about posting one of those dancing cat videos <laughs> no literally it's, it's fucking it's, website it's worded coercive or criminal activities by a foreign adversary designed to undermine democratic processes and institutions or steer. Here's the part steer policy and regulatory decisions in favor of a foreign adversary's objectives. Have you ever heard what? of the CIA? 
steer policy and regulatory decisions in favor of foreign adversaries' objectives? What if their objectives is like everybody gets two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Like what? Do you, like, that, we cannot have that. We cannot have that. This is meaning like it's time. so like, with, uh, it's so arbitrary. Like what do you mean? Like what? What if their objectives coincide with our objectives? Can you still mm -hmm. call that as as no, a violation of the law? No, they're adversarial because we say they are. Yeah. yeah, it's so vague. And then the the fact Cuba's that Cuba's on the list, it, they're going to put a commission yeah, together. Fucking Cuba is really going to that's going to vote in secrecy on whether that specific, you know, the fourth, you know, element is a uh, coercive or criminal. It's like, wait, so we won't even be part of this decision, and you you're just going to come out with, you know, so it's it's exactly to, back to that. You're point basically of, a uh, terrorist. You're basically yeah. a terrorist if you use a VPN. Well, this I is think I, I think like the disinformation they, po point. They, and they were, but they were talking yeah. about like I think it was that TikTok that actually that you sent that had that, all yeah. that information in it, which this is, is this interesting is because they were talking about they were talking about like any <laughs> any piece of tech that is made by one of these like an adversarial country yes. as well, like like the the U.S. government will have like full access to and to, to basically just spy on you now whether that's accurate or not i don't know okay I mean, like a, like a quarter of, it, of cloud tech was like built in israel can we put them on the list which by the way uh, one of the biggest influencers of like fucking poly I, and uh, this is there, i mean lobbyist firms are donating tons of money yeah. yeah i knew palestinian student like activist types in college that got doxxed by like apex psychos um who were funded you know, downstream, basically by like APEC and other like Israel-funded lobbies. Oh, I don't like have it. my net, my my net, and my Yuhu, so I could do that. <laughs> funded by net and Yuhu. Oh, that's the Kanye joke. Sorry. <laughs> net wow. and wait, the, the he, Kanye... he did pop comedy. He went on Alex when Jones. Went, when he this went is a lesser-known bit. This is a lesser-known bit. But you, do you, you, did you hear anything about the Kanye going on Infowars stuff? I heard when he said, he's like, I love Nazis. I remember yeah, seeing that. So yeah. that, that was like a three-hour show he was on. Yeah. And there's a lot of golden bits that kind of got buried. One of them is he, <laughs> he did prop comedy where he, he brought like a net. <laughs> he brought like a net. And he was like, net and Yahoo. I, like, I, 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 the, the and drink, then, and yeah. then Alex Jones was like, oh, you like, you like him? And Kanye was like, oh, I just I heard about him for the first time this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but he brought a net and a Yahoo. He, he brought props. So sorry, I oh, totally that's, derailed that's you. That's a jam. I, I that's probably my favorite part yeah. of that whole. That <laughs> His whole career should still be alive. I think he no, he's, he's coming back. back. He's back. He, yeah. he posted. He, he, he posted something on Instagram. Yeah, he posted something on Instagram. It was it like the Hangover or what? What, what was it? What it was um, uh, Twenty One Jump, Jump Street. Twenty One <laughs> Jump Street, and he was like, "I I like Jewish people again." Yeah, because he talked to Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Just watched this movie. His performance was so moving. Jonah Hill's in Twenty One Jump Street. In Twenty One Jump Street really awesome that's like that's like watching seinfeld and saying that you love jews now i mentioned yes. uh, actually that that would have the opposite effect so i the, <laughs> i uh i don't want to forget about it because you mentioned primaries earlier and i thought it would be a good time to tell an embarrassing story about myself first election i could vote in was 2016 for a little bit of context i was like raised in a private christian high school public school before then some stuff happened i ended up in a baptist school i could vote for the first time but i had started transitioning into my like lib phase like my pod save lib phase back when pod save america was still called keeping it 1600 and so i would like you to guess who i voted for in the primaries 2016 so one of my one of my greatest regrets and i don't think you'll guess uh, in 2016. i mean clinton right i don't even know who's, kind of, I, I, don't, I, I don't no. even know who who's running in 2016 it was a democrat i'm, I'm assuming no, I think he voted like Libertarian or Green Party. It wasn't Bernie. I'm assuming that. No, remember, I was a, I was a lib. I was a lib. I was like a lib. It had to have been Clinton because who else was running in the primaries? There was there was a few. There was quite a few. In 2016, uh, there was one other Democratic person running. <gasps> Did you vote for Elizabeth Warren? No, I don't think she was running in 2016. <sighs> Martin O'Malley. Like, so, I voted in the 2016 Republican John, primaries. For what for oh. for john Kasich? i was just gonna say john Kasich. Oh, okay all right, all right because 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 i had it in my head we're, we're in, in the call the the big brain play was to attempt to block donald trump yeah there was a lot of people that did that 
I know a lot of people that did stuff like that. Oh, I remember getting an argument. Stupid. Getting an argument around this time with a bunch of friends at I don't know a New Year's party or whatever, and they're like, Hillary Clinton is funding Trump. The Clintons were behind Trump running. Yep. Yeah, because he would be the weakest candidate, and they would guarantee that you know to to win. Yeah, really, really. You know, yeah, these are like Bernie right? folks. These are like people who are like, yeah, yeah Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. And it's like the whole thing was all a plant, you know, just to get it to win. And I was yeah. like, I don't know, guys, I don't yeah. know. I think they did do that though, because they did that in the I, fucking last midterms. They yeah, like I don't think so though. Be, here, here's the thing that changed my mind about that viewpoint, and this this no, happened like way before that. Nick's 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 spitting facts there because they literally did. The Democratic Party did fund Trump candidates. But go ahead. Trump 20, candidates. Twenty twenty two. Trump endorsed. Trump endorsed midterm candidates. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. But in 2016, the thing that changed my mind about that narrative was I grew up in a union family. Like my dad is a union. My grandmother's he was in the union. He was 12 years old. He was everybody in was. I was. I was in a union. Child labor. United Auto Workers, all the way. But it was. It was um, union. Anyway, there was a coverage of a union um, session where they interviewed a bunch of like kind of the man on the street kind of interviews of a bunch of people exiting the session, a bunch of union members, and they were asking them who they're going to vote for, and every single one of them said. Bernie or Trump. And the reason, and this is during the primaries, the reason was they're like, they're the only two candidates talking about trade right now. Yep. It's like, well, there you go. That's why there's no way. That's it. Like, that's it. Like, that's who's going to win. Because I don't know. There's just something growing up as a kid. I was like, the union vote always seemed to kind of coincide. It always was the, the vibrations of the street, you know, like, okay, who, who are the working class people actually looking you know to to lead them or whatever it's definitely donald trump <laughs> it's definitely donald trump that, i mean i think man, they're jackasses that man has worked harder harder than yeah, anyone ever and he's you know hard don't get me man. wrong i think it's a jackass decision and i think you're voting against your own interests in a lot of ways but to, to compare those two but yeah not, i mean hillary not was just for, so so hated amongst that group not voting for bernie sanders in the 2016 primaries is the greatest regret of my life well, I mean, it was your it was your vote that, that it wouldn't have changed anything. I know it wouldn't have no, it wouldn't have changed no, anything. But was. I'm going to tie that back in. But it's the same thing with like it's I, in the same way that you know you can't like let a insane Republican say something unchecked on Facebook. I I look at that and I'm like <laughs> I I should have fucking I'm a fuck I, I can't believe I fucking did. <laughs> so, do you feel so like you, you're a confessional right now? I do. Like in you talked about one of your first one of your one of your regrets and like one my I think it was my first year of voting. I actually didn't vote. For a couple of years, when I had the opportunity, just because Your I didn't civic goddamn shame. duty, <laughs> I just didn't. I at the time, I just didn't feel like it really mattered. Like Court it didn't make, this man. didn't make a difference. But anyway, it wasn't a uh, like a presidential thing or anything. But I I voted for what's that guy? The 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 nerd guy for for Michigan. Oh, what the. Yeah, the nerd, nerd, oh, those, I think oh the computer. Oh, oh tough, wait, wait, wait. One tough nerd. No, the one that's Snyder, fucked. right? Oh, yeah, Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. I voted I for Snyder. Yeah, he backed like a gateway, gateway computers or whatever. Right, that was his yeah. thing. He was like a on the board or whatever. He had this. He yeah. had this plan, and I, I was, I read the plan, and I was like, this sounds, this sounds good, and like I didn't really care about Republican or Democrats at that time. I just kind of wanted the right person to do the right job. He was the right person to do the right job as far as poisoning Flint and or whatever. I totally regret right to that work. decision. <laughs> and he did pass right to work, yeah. It was he my tipping it was I was the tipping point for that one. It was a split and it was just one one vote, you know, made made I that. remember it was like that show the split the, yeah. the movie where the guy he's like a split voter and the president has Oh, I remember that. I remember people. that as a kid too, so like cool. all the presidents so fucking yeah. cool. They like fly him around on their jets and stuff. They're like I we need you. Yeah. We really need you. They, he he was the hanging chad. But I <laughs> I uh yeah, I I just want to let you know, Carl, that you voted for the blueprint for Andrew Yang. Hey, whatever, man. Well, he's I a venture voted, capitalist. You voted, I mean, you, voted, you voted for Kasich, so I don't know. Uh, I was really uh, hyped about yeah, Coney 2012 when I was a that. kid. I, I, you voted for Coney 2012? No, I was high. I like I remember I vote, watching it. And I'm like, this is yeah. the most important thing ever. We need to donate is, like $100. Need, that guy, right what happened to that guy is so fucking cool. Yeah, him like just like Him getting like, yeah, the guy behind it, like getting naked in the street and like running around. Because he because he Should broke under all this the wild like popularity of the thing. I mean, that he that's made. Carl's election in twenty ten. That's Verge Bernero was running against Rick Snyder, who was kind of weak. Brenda Lawrence was the running mate. Verge Bernero, which I love that you like went back well. to the receipts to, to <laughs> like, see like like my well, vote see. really wasn't that bad of a choice. I guess is that what you're I mean, saying? No, it was a bad choice, but I mean, it's still like yeah, these are pretty weak candidates um, yeah. in general. That was like Obama's first year too, 20... or first. First president. 2010 is the... Uh, 20, 
He was elected two years before that. 2010, yeah. Democrats. Right, I voted. Wins, so right? I voted for Obama both times. Okay, 20, so 2010 you went, was when you Democrats went Democrat. got absolutely. Yeah, 2010 is when they got shellacked. Yeah, the shellacking. The shellacking. Yeah. Obama. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I wasn't really paying attention to, um, like, the parties at that time for for Michigan, at least. Yeah, I yeah. just started watching the Daily Show around that time. I felt so cool. I was like 11 oh, watching, so and I'm like the smartest fucking guy in you this school. Uh, hey, uh, what, fuck! What what was like the big? What were the big issues? Uh, was, was there like a solar company? There was some big. Oh, this! Do you remember the solar road panels thing? Yes, like yes, the, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, George. I remember George Takei really pushed this because I followed his Facebook page. He was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna, this is gonna change." This everything. is everything. This is amazing. It's such yeah. a simpler time. Should we wrap? Right. I actually, I, I want to say thank you, Nick, because we've not had a chance to have a politics-heavy episode in a long time. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah, we touch I've, on it a lot, but yeah, this is a good one. I'd love to come back again and keep rambling. Cool. Do you have yeah, any? Get, uh, do you have anything get, you want to plug? I need to get some more you mileage a, out of that microphone. According to Drew, uh, guests get get one free plug. So you, want one plug. you could take more than one. You can take more than one. Well, but, yeah, uh, but we'll cut it. Um, <laughs> Drew does not edit the episodes. Let me so take let as me many s- as you want. Wait, I was prepared for this. You do have a whiteboard. I so. do have. Yeah, a, I was wondering if he's gonna draw because he had the marker in his hand the whole time. I could draw. I could draw just about anything. I mean, all you need is the whiteboard and the marker, and he it commands attention because at any uh, moment he could just start going nuts with that shit. Uh, for the listeners, he's got a blue marker. Just to, if that means anything, it's a blue marker. DSA. Oh, it's no, a money plug. Oh, this is a good fuck one. You want your fucking money? <laughs> you can do that. I, can I can't. I can't read it that far, so you're gonna have to say it again. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. So is that DS- is that DSAV go? DSAUSA.org. Oh, USA. Slash donate slash membership. So that's Let's that. Do it. Can you now, get any t-shirts? You can fucking you get a t-shirt cowards. From there. Um. Yeah. You can. You can get t-shirts. That's if okay. you want to like join. And then you yeah, go to just a join. Meeting. Just tell them that you can get t-shirts. Don't t- don't talk about joining. Just say you can get a Wait, t-shirt get here. T-shirts. All right, meet girls. There. The landing. It's it's, it's you're, you. What we, we call this? What we call this? Nick is top of this is top of funnel. You don't want to meet. Top you don't of funnel meet, situation. You don't want to meet people at the DSO, man. That's DSO. That's the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. I know. I know. I knew, uh, yeah, DSA. Sorry, man. Well, they, oh shit! Sonic the Hedgehog is it officially sponsored by Sonic. Sonic is. Sonic is making he's the an official sponsor. Yeah. Okay, so for the listeners, Nick is drawing Sonic, but it looks like he's making making the torso very large, and it's getting larger. He's actually connected a <laughs> a pump to the torso, and he's actually begun to. It looks like he's. Why are a you balloon. gaslighting our listener? He's inflating Sonic. <laughs> That's very interesting. I don't know what's going well, on you, here. Did you fucking cut my my <laughs> video feed by now? Google, Google listener, Google Sonic inflation for more. For more information, this is actually a really good drawing of of Sonic. Eh? Yeah, it was really Google, good. Google yeah. Sonic Inflation thirty seven. Okay, so that he has connecting up by thirty two. Yep. Yeah. Hey, so so just let's let's go back really quick. So DSA USA USA DSA USA dot org slash donate donate slash membership. Yep, that's right. That is a that is a broken link. It's a broken link. God damn it, Nick. She needs more air, Nick. This is a broken fucking link. Okay. Pump, pump needs to get their shit together. I just, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure that it's like that. It's that we're going to the right. I don't spot. wanted to draw nipples, but I didn't feel like I could do that. No, it's fine. Point. You can draw nipples. You can draw are you trying to get donations real. or like are you trying to get memberships? Um, trying to get membership. That's where membership you is just a recurring membership. donation. No, that yes. that is broken. That doesn't work. There is act.dsa. Okay. Org. Yeah, that's dot, the donate though. Yeah. Um, DSA join. We're just doing there's, Nick's jobs for him. <laughs> there used to be a like a short link. I mean, oh, you know, while we're it. trying to figure this out, please enjoy the picture. Yeah, that's free. <laughs> that's free. Oh, wait, have... there's a join us button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah let's just go there. It's, it's act.dsa.usa.org. Like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. it. Donate. So, if everything is correct. Everything is the same, but there's act. an act. Yeah, it's yep, on a subdomain. There we go. It's right now. Everything, yeah, nothing wrong with it's it. It's off the screen, yeah. but it's right. Yeah. Well, it's off Got the it. screen. No, it's okay, good. So I, I will zoom in on that. Um, and that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so act.dsausa.org slash donate slash membership. 
Uh, I was really DSA, call us, call us. We will give you, we will give you a free shortened URL for this. Just, just give us a call. And yeah, we'll do, we'll do web work for you guys for free. Also, uh, if you need to, and we'll do free, free Sonic drawing on, well, that's not Sonic. That's what's a good off brand name for something that just happens to look a lot like Sonic, but bears no legal, uh, um, similarities. Sunk. I like that. So that's first of all, that's one of the best ads I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. We fucking did it. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. That should be a t-shirt. Unfortunately, we get sued uh, into the fucking center. As of the far earth. as us, uh, weedacrime dot com slash voicemail. Leave us a voicemail so we can talk about uh, what was it? Snuck? Sonic? Sonic? If you if you have any if you have any other Sonic characters you'd like to see inflated. Um, call in, call then, in, then and call we'll into Nick, the voicemail, and you we'll can bring you Nick can, back. Yeah, uh, we'll bring Nick back. And we to talk do about more it. art. Um, and uh, we have a, we have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at we do crime. You think this could be the channel thumbnail? The channel thumbnail that yeah. will that will make it somehow into something. That might even be the channel, the episode name, something. I'll, I'll, well, well, I'll you'll just like have to put it as one of the uh, fighting in the fighting back. Sonic inflation. Uh, what? The, how far does your dollar go? <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks. No problem. So we have to protect our genius. We're not selling anybody's data. Now watch this drive.